sunshine in a long time yeah it's been rather rainy it's finally and it's like i think tomorrow is gonna be like 70 degrees in january so mm-hmm. I, and sunny i'm not mad at that tomorrow is oh, i thought it was supposed to cool down this week no uh no tomorrow oh fine unless i was looking at like bahamas weather or something oh cool <laughs> totally possible <laughs> anyway we're excited to be back um i'm casey this is laura and we are the Funeral Stories Podcast. <laughs> I always say we're with the Funeral Stories Podcast. And today we have a very, very special guest with us. Yes. Would you Hello. like to- <laughs> You can talk Jenny now. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Jenny. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Um, we have a bunch of mutual friends. Yes, we do. Um, which is funny because I feel like Athens is a very small town. And it is, but then it's also not. Right. There's like totally like little clusters of people that I should know that I don't know. And It's true. I'm glad that you wanted to come on the podcast. Yeah, I um, admired the podcast. And so I definitely am excited to be here. Oh, thank you. You are friends with Caroline Singletary. I am. um, Who was, I don't remember which episode that was. Yeah. It was in the 20s. Um, She's the photographer who lives in an Airstream. Yes. Funeral photography. Yes. Um, with how many kids? Five kids? Uh, four. Four kids? Mm-hmm. She's a badass. She uh, is. Totally. <laughs> every time I'm like, four kids, like just alone, four kids, like that's crazy. Then the Airstream. Yes. I'm like, girl, you are like setting the standard. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You have one daughter. I do. I have a five-year-old child named Viva. Um, and I love Viva. Uh <laughs> I wish she was here for you to meet her. Oh, I know. I wish she could have come over and played yeah. play next time. She's a cool kid. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and how long have you lived in Athens? I've lived in Athens for 10 years. Okay. And where did you move from? I moved, um, we lived in Snellville at the time. Okay. Yeah. Outside of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Is that Gwinnett? It is. Okay. Yeah. Gwinnett. Yeah. But yeah. I'm originally from Miami. Very cool. Mm-hmm. How? So when did you leave Miami how old were you Mm, I was uh 16 my grandparents decided to retire and leave Miami most people will go to Miami yeah uh, when they retire yeah (laughs) but they left um to come up here and uh, see see seasons yeah seasons (laughs) and uh they were worried about the schools because it's a little crazy down there yeah Yeah. um and my brother was going to enter high school so they were like let's just go yeah um and so we came up to snellville well loganville yeah Mm -hmm. do you get back to miami often no no do you miss it do you love it i do i miss um the way that it was yeah um there's a lot of culture it's true um and i miss like the crappy you know like crumbled (laughs) decrepit south beach yeah um, which was really beautiful with all the deco and it's the deco is yeah yeah, it's still there yeah but um it's kind of like las vegas by the sea now yeah (laughs) Yeah. it has that look yeah yeah Yeah. because the architecture down there is so beautiful Mm -hmm. um yeah that's i I love miami i haven't been in god a decade wow yeah it's been a while but i love miami that's where we should go next. That'd be cool. <laughs> you want to come, Jenny? Yeah. Hop in. I'll show Let's you go. <laughs> Take you to all the good places. Yes. Yeah, yeah, seriously. That's what I need is like a good like local to show me all the not touristy stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Off the beaten path. Because I don't even usually care that much about the touristy stuff. Yeah. Me either. So I want to show me the hole in the wall. Show me the real yes. Like I've been in New York City so many times and I've never gone to the Statue of Liberty because I'm just like it's cool I can see it from here or Google it yeah Mm -hmm. like I don't need to go yeah I went to Ellis Island because I did want to see that I would like to go to the top of the Empire State Building yeah but yeah last time I was there Seth and I got into an argument because he 
didn't want to go and I really wanted to go and my mom and dad went and I was like fine so I just didn't my mom was like just come with us it's fine but then I like had made it a point not to go because I wanted him to know how pissed I was which he had already gone back to the hotel I should have just gone but I would have rather sat down there and been pouting at the bar Mm. so you know (laughs) make your point (laughs) underline it at your own expense cutting off your nose (laughs) Um, I did it cutting off your nose despite your face said a phrase yay i said a phrase you got I'm one right basically a genius 2019 is my year <laughs> <laughs> i got this girls you're starting it off setting on the a, toe yes. you're starting it off on the good foot on, on a good foot <laughs> just <laughs> an okay foot I'm, i have the okayest foot to start it off. <laughs> oh my gosh okay so what do you do for a living i sell vintage That's um awesome. clothes mainly uh, some furniture, accessories, and kids vintage. So where where do you, is it online or is it? I have an Instagram where I sell from called cool. Viva Wild Shop, and then I have a booth in Atomic downtown cool. Athens. Nice. And um, there are fifty five vendors in there, so it's always something cool to find. Yeah. Um, and then I sell vintage at Treehouse, which okay. is a kids store. Yeah. yeah. Do you no, have a favorite house. era? Like a favorite vintage era? I really love um, 60s via 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yep. When the 90s, 60s revival, there were a yeah. lot of like baby doll dresses yeah. and um, daisies and stuff like that. It was really kind Where of Where they like, added an elastic waist. Yes. To make it more functional. Yes. <laughs> I'd love for you to style me one day. I yes. would love that too. Yeah, that'd be yeah. so awesome. Like. It's, so good. I would love a good plus size Courtney Love look, like oh. like nineteen ninety four so Courtney good. Love. That's beautiful. Yes. Yes. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Hole. Yes. People are always like Court- they talk so much shit on Courtney Love, and you know it's all she killed Kurt Cobain. You know what? We will never know. True. And she's a mess sometimes. M- the majority of the time, she's a mess. But God, if she's not a good mess, she is. <laughs> I love she her. Is. I think she's. She's so talented, and if if she's nothing else, she's fucking ambitious yes. and <laughs> devoted. And she puts her eye on a prize, and she fucking just sinks her teeth in. And I think it's awesome. yes, uh, like infinitely watchable. Yes, yes, yeah. And if a man did of, it, it's right okay. But if she does it, you know, she's offensive, yeah. and people want to talk shit on her. So don't come at me with your Courtney Love hate. <laughs> Save it for yourself. I wonder how many followers or listeners we just lost. You're I'm- allowed to like who you want to like. It's nope. okay. False. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I you like also her. have I to allow she's... other people to like who they want to like. Yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> I think she's very interesting. No yeah, matter what. She's fun to watch. Mm-hmm, right. That's for sure. Yeah. So, okay. I have to check out your um, booth. Yeah. Yes, your, please. I think I've seen your look like looked at your Instagram. I've looked at your personal Instagram, but which is I've stalked both at underscore Jenny Kane. J E N N I E C A I N. Did I do it? Yes. Yes. You got it. I was going to see if we could do it in time together. Jenny and we did really good up until the yeah. C. <laughs> so we're doing good. That okay foot is still there. <laughs> anyway. Okay footing. So we, I didn't, um, read the pre-interview questions so this is going to be kind of yeah so jenny cool. reached out to us on instagram and said that she had some sort of wild stories of loss and so which is awesome we really appreciate when people reach yes. out to us because it's sometimes people we know have lost a person or people or whatever and we want to reach out to them but it's a hard subject to breach yeah so, yeah so you want to talk about death with with so us sad about your loss. Do you really want to just tap into your pain mm-hmm. <laughs> on and record it? That's sort of hard to right to ask people sometimes. So we appreciate it when people reach out to us and are willing to come on. So thank you for reaching yeah. out. Mm-hmm, for and sure. uh it sounds like you've had a lot of loss in your life. And so if you wanna just sort of How old were you? Yeah. Oh, when you um, went to your first funeral? First funeral, I was 17. It was my grandfather's funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And did they raise you? They did. Um, they had me since I was uh, about two or three weeks old. Oh, wow. Wow. Yes. And um, I did live with my parents for maybe a year mm-hmm. when I was two to three. And my Are brother, they living? They are. 
Are y'all close? No. No, okay. Mm, no. So there's a story all. there. The opposite <laughs> of close, actually. There's a story there. There's a lot sure. of story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, families are fucking crazy. They are. Yeah. They're hard. Yeah. They're hard work. It's uh, overwhelming work sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's why sometimes you it's self-preservation mm-hmm. to put distance there. So where do they live? Uh, Vegas and oh, Oregon. Wow. wow, okay. Yeah. That makes yeah, it... They're not together. Yeah, um, okay. And... Uh, when my brother was born is when they split and uh, we went I went back to my grandparents house my brother was a baby at that time Mm -hmm. and uh, they raised us ever since they um, adopted us when I was seven and my brother was five oh wow so oh wow so like legit yes legally okay Mm -hmm. that's that's really cool they were tired of trying to find my mother (sighs) to do stuff you know yeah. was, this paper needed signing or we got to put her in school or whatever yeah and, and so it was just um out of hand and so they just decided we will adopt them yeah I always find it excuse me fascinating and admirable when grandparents step in yeah because they've already done their job yeah. Yeah. one time and it's, it's true having kids is not easy no like, so <sighs> having your own daughter how did that did that mm. give you any feelings as far as I was terrified that I was going to be the same, that I was going to, I always kind of thought of her as like a snake mother, Mm, because snake moms kind of like lay the snake eggs or whatever, or some of them have live births, Mm, right? I think so. Yeah. And so whatever, they leave the snake babies to like fend for themselves almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, am I a snake mother? Mm -hmm. Um, And am I going to even be into this? Mm -hmm. And so uh, everybody that knew me was like, that's insane. You would never do that. But there is a lot of uh, shame that Mm -hmm. goes along Mm -hmm. with like this person I am genetically yeah we actually talk about that a lot on the podcast with my dad but you're also genetically part of your grandmother exactly Exactly. yes and you kind of have to but it's so hard to focus I mean so easy to focus on right the The stuff you're ashamed of yeah the worst things yeah and Mm -hmm. they manifest in insecurities and that was I shared that fear of am I gonna somehow just go off the deep end and not love my daughter right am i not gonna have that natural instinct right. to protect and then you always deal with this idea and you can correct me if i'm wrong of well what the fuck was wrong with me right you know was it something with me i think i was not a doll i think that's what ended up happening is that she yeah. was kind of imagining that i'd be a doll yeah and that <sighs> after, <laughs> yeah after you yeah. dress him up with so many times it's yeah. like well yeah okay she's not she's, a doll i can't take her back right she does other <laughs> things and this is forever right yeah and i think she just panicked um and called her mom and was like mm. i have food poisoning you have to come and get my baby in the philippines and so wow. uh, i was born in the philippines and so according to my grandmother she said that uh my mother wanted her to come and get me because she was so ill Oh, wow. And so she brought her home. She brought me yeah. home to Miami from the Philippines. She went by herself. Wow. In her 50s, she um, went all the way across the world to and get And this me. is, what, what year were you born? 1981. 1981. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, kudos to her. What was your grandmother's yeah. name? Orida. Orida. But she uh, went by Ori. I like that. That's really cool. Yeah. Ori. Yeah. Okay, so your first funeral at 17 was your grandfather. Yes. And you guys were, I'm assuming, close. Very. I was uh, daddy's girl, and (laughs) so um, it was really hard. We had already moved to Loganville, and when we were there, my grandfather told my grandmother that um, he wasn't feeling well, and Mm -hmm. so... He, they started going to the doctor, and we found out he had lung cancer mm. and um, emphysema. And so my grandmother had been a nurse in her life. That was her one of the things she did, um, <laughs> one of the many professions <laughs> that people have. And uh, so she took care of him, and we didn't see, like, all the cancer stuff. We kind of just – I mean, we saw, but we didn't see, like, the close-up, like, raw things that you see when someone has cancer. And yeah. so – um, and they wanted us to feel as normal as possible because um, we were in high school. And um, our family in Miami, it was like, wow, where'd y'all go? Yeah. Um, because we were far away, but I feel and in like. in a new place. Yeah. Yeah. By ourselves, kind of isolated. And so um, <clears throat> we um, we definitely were kind of like on another planet. And they didn't show. They didn't come to help. Um, I still have a lot of bitterness about that. And I actually don't speak to any of them 
because of the ways that they have acted really? in different deaths. I mean, I say good, but yeah, self-preservation. It's good for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but sometimes I'm like, when I watch a film or something where there's like a black sheep and everybody's like, blah, blah, yeah. black sheep person, the family par- pariah, and I'm like, oh right, that's me. No. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I get, I get where your why your brain right. goes there. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's crazy. So seventeen, new city. Find out you were were you sixteen when you found out about the um, we found out about the cancer and then um, uh, seventeen when he passed away. Wow! Yeah. So in how did summer. you in the summer? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, how did you, how do you think you initially coped with that? Um, I think that it was it was really I mean it was awful it was like an awful feeling. Um, when I was little, I actually had this like you know, you start to learn things. And I had this epiphany, like, oh, my gosh, people die. Yeah. And um, they're old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, and they they're are going to die older. sooner than I yeah. expect. And so maybe I was like eight, something like that. And I really, um, so when it, fi- when it happened, I almost always knew that that's how it was going to be, that I would be young or a teenager. But it was weird to have it just it happened you know um a lot of times I think I with my grandfather's passing it's kind of blurry almost yeah Yeah. like we go here we go there we went down to Miami is that where he's buried cremated um he was cremated here okay um in like Lawrenceville and then we took the oh no I'm sorry we he was cremated in Miami because we had a whole funeral oh wow um, yeah it was my grandmother who was cremated here and we took her um, but with my grandfather we went down to Miami we had the quintessential Cuban funeral <laughs> for better or for worse um, in a really old funeral parlor cool uh, yeah and it cool. was right across the street from this park we would go to all the time so I remember when we pulled up I was like. Aww. Yeah, it was just like kind of like, oh wow. And that was that had been you had only been gone from there for a short time? Uh, yeah, about a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what exactly does a quintessential Cuban funeral yeah. look like? <laughs> yeah, what does that entail? Yeah. Um, so there's like everybody that you I mean, it's like a lot like all funerals. Yeah. Everybody that you ever knew mm-hmm. is invited to come. Um you don't leave the funeral parlor. Okay the entire time mm-hmm. somebody stays there kind of with gotcha the body yeah um so at one point in the, in the night i ended up sleeping on a couch wow. by where my grandpa was and wow yeah so that was really uh weird um at the time i felt like it was weird it was kind of it's good i guess yeah yeah um but we saw these people we hadn't seen in years um, people from his life that i had never even met wow uh, his first wife came and that was really Wow. A little dramatic, but my grandma didn't make it dramatic, but everybody else kind of was like, oh, what? What, what, what? Um, she's here, you know? That's kind of says a lot about the kind of person your grandfather was, probably. Like, usually with a divorce, there's a lot of, you know, horrible feelings, but... Yeah. Yeah. If, um, yeah, she wanted to compare respects. They got, yeah, they got uh, divorced when, or married when they were really young. Yeah. And so, and they had a son, Um and he was there and his family came and it was just um it was definitely tense but or intense not tense yeah intense but uh nobody made it a big deal and she came she paid her respects she was there for like an hour and she flew out and (laughs) yeah and um my brother and i were there and we were just looking at each other the whole time like (laughs) who are these people (laughs) yeah um uh hearing a lot of stories about my grandfather which was cool um they uh my grandparents lived in cuba mm-hmm. um and when uh castro took over my grandparents a few months later decided that it was time to go and so they did wow. and uh they helped a lot of people leave cuba um either raising funds or kind of making a way for them sure. to come up through mexico or wow. um even directly fly there was a while where people could fly directly wow. to just escape and so they helped a lot of people and I got to hear about that that was cool that's amazing yeah. so you like met you met people you had heard stories about but yeah that's super cool yeah wow that's super cool 
There was. And then everybody who came through wanted to take my brother and I out to eat. And, like, <laughs> How much oh, did you eat? Get, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So there was this restaurant that was kind of next door and they sold Cuban food and so my brother and I drank so many chocolate milkshakes <laughs> that we were sick from it um, I remember being like sure every yeah. time somebody would I take us it. and at first we were like yeah this is kind of neat we get to meet these people and talk about grandpa and not feel sad because yeah. um, we were definitely sad but we were just trying not to deal with it yeah. Oh, yeah. at the time Survive. in that moment um, and so it was just like, let's eat all the cheese sandwiches <laughs> and chocolate shakes that people will give us. Are there any stories from people that they helped um, get out of Cuba that stand out in particular to you? Um, so one of the people that was there um, knew another person. And I had met him when I was growing up, so I already knew him. His name was Pepe. And Pepe, like wasn't from Cuba but somehow had gotten to Cuba in his life um he's like Venezuelan mm-hmm. and um he came over through through my grandfather's help and so this other person was his friend came and talked about like oh that was so cool um and it's kind of sucks because Pepe then later <laughs> we found out <laughs> I know um that Pepe was probably like dealing drugs oh. in Miami. Oh, no. Yeah, so it's like, oh, yeah. we well, all know one or two. For Pepe. <laughs> <laughs> he got out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the American dream. Yeah, <laughs> listen, I'm telling you. Yeah, it was. Um, it was actually really crazy going to his house because um, I had no idea what was going on, and I think my grandmother was like, "Why are we here?" Every time oh, we would man. go, yeah. but it was. Uh, I remember distinctly they lived in a house backed up to a canal and in the canal there were alligators because there are alligators everywhere Mm -hmm. in south florida um and terrifying having them bring like a platter of raw chicken to me and be like throw it throw Uh, it to uh, the alligators and uh, so uh, nope Uh, (laughs) and i did and they would like raw like come up out of the water and like attack each other for this chicken and it was a surreal but um but that was pepe oh my god i don't (laughs) know if you've listened to the podcast where i say that i think i'm going to die by alligators oh no my huge fear yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't bring any chicken because uh, yeah. they will come up out just of the water. Just don't go to South yeah. Florida. Just don't, <laughs> or even <laughs> our hometown. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We we live at the entry to the Okefenokee Swamp. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, alligators. Oh. Nope. They're gonna just like sneak into your house one night. Oh God. Sneaky gators. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Sneaky gators. But yeah, talking to people was really cool. That's yeah, awesome. and seeing my grandmother kind of she was like posted up on this couch. And just seeing people, how they came and talked to her. Um, and she cried some, but she was mostly just like, I don't know, maybe just like in a zone. Like stoic. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and then when we were there, there was another funeral. And it was like, it's like a big hall. And different rooms are different people. Yeah. But in the, it's like a waiting room in the middle where you can mingle. Okay. <laughs> yes, drink water, get a snack. Um, talk and that's where we hung out Um, and across there was another funeral happening and it was this girl from my elementary school who had grown up with her grandfather and grandmother oh wow and her name was Jennifer just like me and so (laughs) we saw each other and we were like this is really weird that we're both here for the same reason (laughs) yeah yeah and And we hadn't seen each other since elementary school have you stayed in touch no no oh wow but served a purpose for that time yeah it was a weird moment it was just one of those things that always sticks out where I'm like what was that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you should try to find her yeah (laughs) (laughs) I remember her name yeah (laughs) I do so how long was he sick um, so apparently he had already been diagnosed with cancer before uh, he left Miami. Okay. And he was maybe in denial or didn't want to, because my grandmother was steamrolling right ahead. Mm-hmm. She was like, we're doing this, we're going, it's going to happen. And so I think he didn't want to ruin her chance to yeah. get out of there. Mm-hmm. That's what she wanted to do. So he just didn't say anything. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he knew, but she didn't. She didn't until... Oh, wow. He they they he smoked since he was eleven years old, and yeah, so that's wow. it was bound to happen. Um, and so um, she finally found out, and she was a little angry at first, but ultimately she was just like, "Well, that's her nurse person. Yeah, her nurse brain kicked in and was like, "Nope, caregiver. We're gonna fix this, and we're gonna do what's right." Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. 
So the funeral itself, um, how like how many days were you? You said nobody left him. Was, so how many days was that? It was like the day, I guess it started maybe at noon. Uh-huh. And then we were there all through the day and through the night. Uh-huh. And then probably until around noon the next day. Okay. And then um, that's when you would traditionally go and take the person to their where they're going to be buried yeah um which is my grandparents had plots that they bought um and so my grandmother told me that my grandfather did not want to be buried that when they talked about it he said actually i would rather be cremated Mm -hmm. and um everybody freaked the hell out about it and were like no you're not doing that that's Mm -hmm. not what cubans do that's not what catholics do Mm -hmm. um and so they were really angry at her but she stuck to it and she said no we're gonna do it the way he wanted Mm -hmm. um because it's like his life Mm -hmm. and so uh yeah so she, we had him cremated, and we brought him back to Loganville with us. To live Where in. is he now? Um, so yeah, that ties into other stories. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Cool. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little lead in. Um, <laughs> so after my grandfather, like we got back from uh, Miami, maybe two months into being, you know, in mourning and missing him, um, my grandmother came to me, and she said. I am bleeding mm. in a way that I'm not supposed to bleed anymore. Mm. Um, it's, you know, I need to go to the doctor. And I was like, well, how long has this been going on? And she's like, probably like eight months. So she was dealing with it while oh, he was no. sick. Yeah. Um, and I was oh. like super pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, you know, a teenager. Yeah. And volatile emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I was like, why wouldn't you have gone to the doctor? And she admitted that if she had, if she had gone to the doctor, who was going to take her grandpa? And I was like, Mm. okay, I understood it. Um, And uh, it had turned out she had cancer and it was in her uterus and ovaries. And so um, they immediately were like, let's go to surgery. We'll get it out maybe. Um, But when they did the surgery, when they picked up her uterus, they saw that it was like all in the back of her body cavity. And so um, they put it back, they put her uterus back, because I don't know why, but they did. And um, they said that also somehow when you, when air oxygen kind of like gets in there, that there's a possibility that it could spread even more. And so I don't know if that's true or it would make sense. still true, um, but they said that at the time, so they just put everything back. Wow. And um, I ended up taking care of her when I was uh, 17 to 18. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so when at that you- point, they just said there's not much they could do. They did chemotherapy. Yeah. Um, and she... I don't know. I think she wanted to stay alive because mm. she was worried what would happen to my brother and I. Yeah. And she also said that my mother at the time was living in Atlanta. Oh, God. And she said that maybe one of the reasons why they had come here to Georgia was that maybe if she was around us, that she would like you know like the Grinch her heart would grow yeah. and she'd just blossom and become yeah. this mother or even a friend to us and uh, some sort of relationship right and so when she saw that that wasn't really happening um I think she was panicking and so she said sure we'll do the chemo maybe I'll live um or get through this or live longer yeah and uh, so she uh, so yes we i did all that with her my brother was 15 at the time and i did for him what my grandmother did for us which was i kept it all away from him wow i just took care of her i saw the deep like really shitty stuff so yeah wow so how long was she sick um i would say we normally have tissues oh we have toilet paper that's (laughs) so doable (laughs) um yeah um so probably almost a year wow that's so fast so how long okay how long after your grandfather did she get sick or i mean she was already sick but did you find out um two months two months did you already say that so within three years you had lost both of them yes your parents both parents both parents and um 
I, yeah, I was set adrift after that. Like, I was just kind of Yeah, so what depressed. happened with you? Yeah. What um, age, sorry, what age were they when they passed? They About? were 61 or 62 and 64. Holy Jeez. fucking shit. Yeah, they were just, my grandma had just retired. So they were young grandparents. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. They were. That's my mom's age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's my how old our mothers are. Yeah. 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 That's so unfair. And uh, my mother was nearby, and that's her parents. Yeah. yeah. And she did not help us at all. No. Wow. Wow. I, I, was, I finished school. I finished high school, like, barely. Um, I was doing a lot of, like, risky stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like, be acting crazy. I can't imagine why. Um, yeah. yeah. Right? Like- <laughs> I was uh, bringing, like, a thing of mouthwash. Uh-huh. and have a little mouthwash in it and the rest was vodka yeah. and I would just drink that all day at school like coping, coping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um and then I'd get home and I'd be this caretaker and then there came a time when wow. that was um like I couldn't do that stuff anymore like I could tell that I couldn't slip on her and yeah. so um and my boyfriend at the time is my husband now Corey oh, wow. um he so first of all 17 year old boy who, what 17-year-old guy, person, period, yeah. sticks around for that <sighs> level of drama. Wow. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Corey. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He would, he was so helpful to us. Um, and he told me, I'm not going to tell you to stop doing what you're doing, like drinking and doing drugs and stuff. But I'm going to tell you that I think you're a lot better than that. And so, and I love you, yeah. and I'm here for you. And Holy so I stopped. Shit. I just Loved stopped doing it. it. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so, yeah. you chills. I know. Yeah, he's really he's amazing. Like, I can't say enough about how amazing he is. Yeah, it um, sounds like it. Yeah. Damn. And that was our big test, I think, too. Was like, <laughs> yeah, real and fast. And seventeen. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. How long had y'all been together at that point? Um, maybe like six months. Holy months shit! In high school, high school sweethearts. Yeah. He really liked you. He did. So <laughs> you're. I mean, damn. If you can survive that, the rest of your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's just yeah. smooth sailing. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so he had always, you know, been helping us, and he helped me kind of stop doing all the destructive shit I was doing to myself because I was trying to cope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, so then I kind of focused on just being her caretaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had hospice care eventually mm-hmm. come, and the hospice lady really she knew what was going on. She knew that I was not at the time I was still seventeen when she started coming, and she was like, "I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm supposed to call defects. Oh wow! I'm supposed to let them know that this is not a, like this situation isn't like you shouldn't be taking care of your grandmother." Yeah. And I begged her to not do yeah. that, and she didn't. That's... So she told me, she's like, I'm going to count every last pill. I'm going to check on her well-being. I'm going to make sure your house is clean. And if these things aren't happening, I got to call somebody else yeah. to take care of you and your brother. And so that never, it never came to that. Wow. And so um, so we took, I took care of her the entire time. Wow. Yeah. And then the last two weeks, my Uncle Lee, her son, um, who also had a hand in raising me, he came and helped those last two Aww. weeks. And so that was really cool. We didn't know it was the last two weeks. It was just yeah. Christmas time. Oh, and so, God. Yeah. <sighs> Fun. Yeah. God. Yeah. It was wow. a, a lot. So what day did she die? She actually uh, passed away on January 7th in wow. 2000. Mm-hmm. So the wow. anniversary of her death, is 19 years is... Yeah two days it's wow uh, monday yeah it is wow goodness wow do you um do anything on that day like no i no. don't um i used to kind of um uh, like kind of brood and be mm. sad on that day or on the days when people pass when they passed um but now i I think for me for my personal self it's mm-hmm. better for my brain to celebrate their yeah. birthday yeah oh that yeah okay that. and um and the life you know the living mm-hmm. part um because it wasn't it wasn't a good moment for me um and that's selfish but that's you know but I'm me I yeah. everybody has well, to everyone is selfish yeah. yeah grief is very it's selfish. selfish it's, it's about your you. story yeah. yeah 
Yeah. Exactly. Do you usually, do you feel a certain way that time, like, do the holidays make you feel, do they stir up things? They and, do. Yeah. yeah. And usually it's um, obviously missing the people that are not here, but right. also being super pissed at the people who have yet to admit yeah. that they had any hand in uh, making it worse for my brother and I. Yeah. yeah. They still, like, are oblivious completely oblivious to any of it and actively lie uh twist the truth change things in order to come out looking good in in it and And this is your this being your parents my my mother and my family in miami my grandmother's family wow okay so your mom if you don't mind me asking is it drugs involved or is she yeah yeah um it's a lot it's she's like classic narcissist okay. like yeah. just yeah. self-interest mm-hmm. um and then she has some body dysmorphia that causes her to do a lot of surgery gotcha uh t- to change that and i'm not against uh surgery no but um that's but at I, a narcissistic level right yeah, yeah. Um, that's so it, interesting because looking you know at you and your instagram you're, and you're so body positive which I love yeah. yeah that like I was telling Laura I was like I think I could learn a lot from Jenny like <laughs> truly I love that and that's always a goal of mine is to be more like that yeah and so that's interesting do you think you got to that point because of do you think she contributed yeah for yeah. sure um when I was younger and we were still talking um which is like over probably 15 years maybe um she would tell me that because she had the gastric bypass Mm -hmm. and then she's like you need to have gastric bypass as a kid right (laughs) right well when I was young I was like conventionally yeah you know shaped or whatever that means (laughs) yeah I know I know what you're saying (laughs) Um, but like uh, like a mall size yeah (laughs) you know um like you could go and get something off the rack right yeah and not have to try it on exactly yeah (laughs) And uh, but then with my depression and then also just uh, my body changing, yeah. like literally becoming, and- yeah, yeah, becoming more curvy, um, which every woman in my family is really mm-hmm. curvy. And uh, so she was just like, she's really negative. Yeah. And really yeah. Like putting like, you need to do this. And if I was you, I would do this. And if I was you, I would do that. And it's just like, oh, well, good. I don't want to do any of that. Unsolicited advice. Right. Neat. Um, and <laughs> I, I think that the way that I came to body positivity is just, um, just being like, I live in this body mm-hmm. yeah. and I don't want to be like 50 and look back and say, why didn't I wear a bathing suit? Yeah. Why didn't I, you know, and when yeah. I look at the pictures of me when I was a teenager, when I thought I was the worst, yes. I'm like, wow, what a beautiful child. Yeah. 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 And so, um, yeah, so I, I definitely came to that. And also having my child, like, physically having a baby and then yeah. pushing it out and all that. That was like, very... Like, I am a warrior. I know. I felt, yeah. like, euphoric afterward. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is... This is something to be celebrated, this body. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then also, for me, a big part of that... Is, and like I said, it's a journey. I'm on this journey. Um, after I had Layla, I would hear myself talking negative to myself in the mirror Hmm. and you know like calling myself fat or whatever and it just kind of hit me one day I'm like my daughter's hearing this and she could have the same body as me and Mm -hmm. I don't want her to see that I want her to I'll fake it till I make it yeah you know what I mean like so that then it just kind of has changed to when I think those negative thoughts you know you Mm -hmm. look in the mirror and you're like no 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 it's <laughs> yeah. not what I meant. Like, yeah, and you just kind of yes. change the way you think. Yeah, manifest it. For for the most part, I've normally been pretty confident, but I had melanoma this past year and had to have it cut off. And ever since then, just normal run of the mill. Like, I'd like to drop ten pounds. You know, I'd like mm-hmm. to drop fifteen, thirty, just wherever I was at that point in my life. But ever since that's happened, I've wanted to get back to exercising. But it's more like. I physically can't do stuff with my upper body as yeah. long as I have this and I, I miss the exercise and I miss being able that there are people just an appreciation for being able to move a certain way yes. and being able to do yoga and yeah. and I just have given zero fucks about the weight loss like the holidays mm-hmm. came and went and I just didn't even think about yeah. 
it's just been totally different ever since then. Your priorities just shift. This this is the first year that I didn't make a resolution to lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> the first year where I'm not like, okay, well, January, let's do Whole30 and let's yeah. fucking starve ourselves and <laughs> yeah. not drink alcohol and not, you know, hang out with anyone and just, no. Yeah. Not, no, 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 no. It's yeah. been a long time since I've been worried about what I look like. I mean, and obviously. you're stunning. Oh, thank you. You are. You're, I'm, yeah. Obviously, you radiate. like, I know what I look like and I know how I'm shaped um, and I know... Uh, how because I look at pictures of myself I do some modeling Mm -hmm. and uh, I do some acting and so I know what I look like Mm -hmm. but I'm not like worried about it in the way that I used to be yeah like you don't like what other people think you're not worried no that's literally the lot like what who cares what anybody else thinks that's um and it took me a long time to get here Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. but I'm here and it's not like constant it's did a, you do any therapy? I did. Yeah, I did. That's always in a my twenties. I've heard that's a great thing. <laughs> it is. It is a great thing. It's fantastic. That's Even awesome. just to talk to somebody. Yeah. Uh, that is not a part of your world because there's one thing, you know. I've been talking to Corey since we were seventeen. Yeah, yeah. And he told me a lot of the things, feedback that I heard in therapy. Yeah. But it wasn't coming from him. It yeah. was coming from this other person. Unbiased. Yeah. And well, like, of course you see that because yeah. you're here all the time. But yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And you're just mad. You love <laughs> me already. Yeah. But this other person was saying these things, and I was like, oh, well, you don't really know me. An objective point of view. Yeah. Yeah. You only know what I tell you, and yeah. this is what you're saying to me, and it's didn't matter that it was the same poor Corey he was like I I mean (laughs) am I not telling you but um but he but going to therapy and my therapist was called Kim and he was great and Kim really he was really he was getting his degree and so he was trying out all this stuff oh cool cool (laughs) and so he we did like uh yoga poses and Hindu chants and like all this stuff and I was like really open for it yeah and it it was amazing. Well, that's the that's biggest so key is great. you have to be open for mm-hmm. it to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Open and honest. I was ready. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was around the time that I decided to like kick my mom out. Of so my how life. old were you when you decided that? Um, I can't tell. I guess I was 26 okay. years old. Yeah. So a little over a decade. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. probably if I could see how that'd be a big turning point mm-hmm. for you. And that was really weird um, uh, to do. It was really hard. Um, because in a way, you, no matter how good or bad she was, she was one of the people that was mm-hmm. there Always, for the good yeah. times. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like a Christmas. consistent. Yeah. yeah. And she knew all the same people and she yeah. knew who they were and how they were. Like, it's almost like uh, when you watch an old video yeah. and all the people in the video, they like were there and they know, they know those people and yeah. they know, um, it's like uh, settling into a comfy sweater. Yeah. You know? And it's your last link to right. your past. And uh, and I still had my uncle. And um, he, yeah, he was like a link. He was like a an awesome because he yeah. was 15 when I was born. Oh, cool. And so he would babysit me. <laughs> and um, he, yeah. So I felt like he was my uncle for sure. But he, I felt like he was like a dad. Yeah. Um, so because, he, was he close with her? Um... No. No. I mm. mean, they would talk, and they definitely saw each other a lot when I was already, like, done with her. Um, but, yeah, he... I mean, they were brother and sister. Yeah. They'd known each other their whole lives. Yeah. Um, and close to the end of his life, he had made a oh, resolution. Oh, no, he's dead. Yeah, he passed. He's the third, the third person that I... Well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. And, um, really hopeful there for a second. Yeah, no, he's he's out. Um, so, sorry. I know it's a terrible way of putting it, but yeah, he's, he's out. He's out. He's out of here. He's gone to the next place where yeah. that is. So how long ago did that? Um, he passed away in 2014. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so your daughter was she? Okay. It's 20, was she already born? She was. Okay. Yeah, she born, was born in 2013. Okay. And so he met her. No, no, he never did. Oh, he um, so always was making plans to come. He yeah. lived in Key West. Oh, okay. um, he was kind of a mess. Um, <laughs> he, you know, he had a he was a wonderful person and big hearted and giving. But he had kind of like he'd always been a musician, and he played in some heavy metal bands, um, 
and he toured a lot and did all that. That's and cool. so finally, when he decided, like, I'm going to take a break from music, he didn't have, like, a resume that made sense or, like, <laughs> not that he had no marketable skill, but he just... Didn't know didn't, how to make them sound marketable, maybe? Or even didn't know how to be in a regular place. Like, yeah. I could never imagine him in, like, a polo. As, like, a like, banker. working at Best Buy <laughs> yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He would freak out. And yeah. so he always worked in uh, strip clubs as a bouncer or... That's like, Key West is a good place to go when yeah. you yeah. don't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. It, yeah, it really appealed to him. Um, when So when my grandma died, he was there. Um, he came downstairs, he told me, oh, and wow. he came downstairs, it was in the morning, and he was like, hey, um, and he was kind of like, he looked frightened, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was just going to be like, I need you to help her in the bathroom or something like yeah. that, you know, um, and so I got up and I was just like, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, okay, let me get up there, and he's like, no, she's gone. And I was like, it did not like compute in my brain. It did not click that that's what he was saying to me. And so I was like, okay, like I'll be there. Let me just get my, like, I literally just woke up and he put his hand on my hand and he said, no, she's like gone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but she was awake last night and she was like, and, uh, yeah, it was really, um, it was hard because I, didn't expect it yeah um and so I went upstairs and she had like they had moved her out of her room and put her in the living room um we had like a split level house and I had the kind of basement room so I came up and she was just like I could tell I mean I knew because he said it but when I saw her I could tell that she wasn't there yeah um but yeah it was really weird yeah that yeah yeah and just like all the things that like maybe 20 or 25 minutes like an alarm went off like a literal alarm and it was my alarm to give her her medicine oh, and so no. i lost my shit oh god yeah 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 i get that yep um and but, like the world keeps going yeah it's true yeah and so my uncle called my mother and she was always like too busy she had told me i told her i want to take some college classes and I need somebody to come and be with grandma just during those hours Mm -hmm. during the day. And she had some new boyfriend, Um, (laughs) yeah. And she uh, said, it was a big slap. She was like, well, my life right now is what's important to me, so good luck with that. She said that over the phone and I was like, uh okay like wow what do you do with that information like that's and, her mother yeah mm-hmm. they had a lot of sh- problems between them yeah. um and a lot of it was from how little interest she had in my brother and i mm-hmm. yeah. my grandma didn't get it it's not like she hadn't made mistakes my grandmother ori she had made mistakes her and her husband worked constantly they weren't around their kids that much mm-hmm. so they had their own shit but she was just like, it doesn't matter our shit. You have to be here for these people. Yeah. And she never understood why she wasn't. Yeah. Um, and I still, like, I don't understand. Yeah. But you, I, and you never will. No. no. Yeah. No. Um, and so, yeah, my mother, so she was always too busy. And she told me she was too, like, I'm living in Atlanta. It takes forever to get out there, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she got, arrived at our home in 10 minutes. She was living 10 minutes away from us. Oh. And, like, hiding, basically, so wow. that she didn't have to come and do anything for my grandma. Oh, um, The only time she came by, she would... Um, so, yeah, she does, like, surgery stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, in order to fund that lifestyle, she does a lot of crime, or has done okay. a lot of crime. I don't know what she's up to now. Yeah. I'm not just speculating. I don't even care. Yeah. yeah. But she did a lot of uh, shitty things in order to get the money that she needed. And one of those things was to come into my grandma's room and t- help herself oh, to God. whatever. Um, and so that's the only times we saw her when my grandmother was sick. And so then she just shows up 10 minutes later. And my grief, uh, I was still very sad, obviously, yeah. because it was like the first hour. 
yeah <laughs> of finding everything out but i was super pissed I, yeah. yeah, immediately when she walked in the door and I was like, well, where the fuck were you? Yeah. Oh, well, I was at Terry's house, her was boyfriend, and I was just like, so you couldn't have come yesterday when we called you to come and you couldn't have come last week? And I just unleashed. Mm-hmm. And then she does did what she does, which is make it about her. And um, yeah. And so the first hour of my grandmother being gone was me fighting with my mom. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my brother just kind of, I remember him just kind of like mellow, grief stricken, but just like, whoa, like, wow, what is going on? Um, this is a lot to unpack. Right. (laughs) Right. And, um, and then the people came to take her to the funeral home and yeah. And they cremated her because she wanted to be cremated because my grandfather had been. Mm-hmm. And her idea was that we could join the ashes together mm-hmm. and that they could be together. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. that's pretty cool. She had told me that um, several times. She told my uncle. Um, but again, when it came time to do like some sort of funeral service, they were like, well, she's not to be cremated. The family had all this say all of a sudden in this person's life who they like didn't have the time to show up for when she was here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Suddenly they had all this shit to say about where she should go or how this should be done. Um, So that was really confusing and and it made me even angrier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Corey came. He came over and just, like, was with me, and that was cool. Um, But he could tell that I was extremely angry. He could tell that I was, like, like I needed to be removed for a minute. So, Corey, did y'all meet here or in Miami? We met here. Here, okay. Yeah, I was was from Miami. I was from the city, and I moved to a small town. (laughs) Yeah. and um, In Georgia. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Everybody thought I was insane. Sure. I had a short pixie hair, Mm -hmm. and I dressed differently. I was already into vintage. Um, Yeah, cool. I didn't go to church, so there was nothing for us to talk about. Um, (laughs) How dare you? Yeah. (laughs) And so that was the first question, usually. What church do you go to? Oh, you should come to my church. Oh, God. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Like, ooh, I get heaven points. (laughs) Come, 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 come. Yes. Let's and save so, you, sinner. And so, just out of curiosity, and you don't have to go into detail or anything, did Corey have any sort of, because it sounds like he was pretty mature for a 17-year-old. For sure. Um, did he have any life experience to give him this sort of perspective? Or, I mean, was his family situation, or did he? No, he comes from a very, like, his parents, uh, both cool. Like, they worked. Wow. Um, they took care of their kids. Like, he didn't have any <laughs> just, drama. Just a normal? Yeah. 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 Pretty, pretty normal. Like, yeah. uh, I think he, you know, people talk about souls and whether yeah. they're old or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, if that's a, a thing, yeah. Corey, Corey has been around, and yeah. he has... He was, like, 17, like, looking for his life partner. Aww. Like, he wasn't, like, dating to date and meet cool chicks yeah. and dudes and whatever. Yeah. He was just, like, I'm I'm looking for the one. And so <laughs> when he met me, he was, like, this is the person that I've been looking for in for my entire existence of 17 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of, like, you know, youthful exuberance and, and that kind of thought. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, he just kind of knew that he was like this is i'm never gonna let her go if she will keep me around i will never let her go yeah what a what a bright light and a very dark time yeah yeah Yeah. i mean even right after you had moved did y'all meet almost immediately it it was um i moved in like april and then you know how school stops yeah and so it was the following semester like okay like a october maybe somewhere around there so Um, i had to do summer yeah. Oh, but my yes. Oh God. <laughs> All At by that ourselves. Age. Yeah. Listening yeah. to a lot of Pink Floyd. Uh huh. Wall. Yeah. <laughs> <And> like <laughs> Joni Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's funny because you could have gone a lot more angsty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a punk moment like where I was listening to a lot of like like Sex Pistols, Dead Kennedy. Yes. Like, yeah. yes. Um, but I was just all like full of oh I hate this place. Yeah. And then all these things started happening, and um, you didn't have time to hate it anymore. Right. Um, and I always thought that I would leave Georgia like the first chance that I yeah. got, and I'm still here. So Couldn't imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, uh, what brought you to Athens? 
I went to college. I decided cool. I hated my job. I worked in like a head shop and <laughs> slash lingerie store, which was it was a cool job, but it was in Gwinnett. Yeah, there's like a thousand of those. Yeah, in Gwinnett. Yes, and it's uh, since closed, but it was called Satin and Lace. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Satan okay. and Lace. <laughs> Satan and Lace. Satan and Lace. Yeah, that's um, funny. But it was it was okay. It was a cool job, and I liked it. I liked my boss. She was really cool. But it was just one of those moments where I was like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. We're going to be 30. You know, we're like 27 <laughs> mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. We're going to be 30, and we are going to probably work jobs like this forever, which isn't a bad thing. But it, for me, I was like, I want something else. I want to change my life. I want to do yeah. something different. Um, and so I applied to UGA and got in. That's awesome. And came. Mm-hmm. That's So what did you study? Sorry. Spanish and Latin American and Caribbean studies. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Wow. So you graduated from college in what year? 2009. 2000, oh, we were at UGA at the same yeah. time. Yeah. It's crazy. I, yeah. How do we not know each other? It's strange. It is weird. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait for everyone to see yeah, you, like, too, because they'll yes. be like, yeah, that's totally Casey's thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, concurrent path. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Down a little bit from me. Yeah. Well, yeah. what we what we now know is that we do know each other now. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. And we're d- diving right in. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just open no, it up. All right the get Tell me all, all your shit. All the stuff. Like, seriously. All the stuff. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So your grandma, um, she wasn't cremated. She was. Okay. She and was. We okay. joined the ashes. Yeah. Good. So Together. you won. You won. I did. Good. Um, because I was like, no, she won. you're gonna yeah. exactly. Yeah. And they were like, well, you're making it about you, and I'm like, I'm making it about her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And also, where the fuck were you when yeah. it was time to help and yeah. help her when she was still here and needed care? Um, her sister at the time was still alive. And did not come because who would take care of the dog? Oh my god! That was the answer that I got from her, and I, I was like, "Okay, um, so you're not coming." Yeah. Uh, they did eventually show, but they all made it for the funeral, right? Well, we'll get there. Oh, <laughs> oh goodness, we'll get there. Um, so everybody, you know, everybody was like, they came maybe uh, at Christmas time, so maybe two weeks before she passed away. Mm-hmm. My uncle was there. Um, it was like typical, like, you know, family hadn't seen each other in a while, hang out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then they left, um, and then she passed away. And, um, so we got the ashes and my uncle and my brother and me, we got in the car and we drove from Loganville to, uh, Miami, um, and then to the Keys because the Keys and, in our minds was the closest like key west the southernmost point was the closest place that you could go that wasn't cuba but that was close enough yeah Mm -hmm. because that's where they had been from and where they met where they were married um and there was like their whole lives there they came here when they were 30 so um so we're like so we'll, we'll send them as close to cuba as we can we'll take them there we'll go out on a boat we'll rent a boat and we'll do that um as soon as we got to Miami and started talking about this boat, my in-law, because we researched it, we're like, everybody would have to pay $30 mm-hmm. to come on the boat because we couldn't afford it. My grandmother and grandfather had saved money, but through all this cancer shit, yeah. it, was, America. Yeah, it yeah. was bleeding out yeah. constantly. And yeah. so I didn't have any money um, to do a funeral. And I was kind of sad. And so my uncle was like, he just had the coolest attitude. He was just like, we'll do it, and we'll go on a boat, and fucking A. <laughs> <clears throat> and fucking A. And the fucking A. And that was it. Um, and he, you know, I started telling everyone, this is what we're going to do. And they were giving me a lot of shit. Like, $30 is a lot of money. And I was just like, not that much money uh, for to go like do this for grandma right yeah um yeah all those people were brought from cuba because of my oh, grandparents wow. so your asses would still be in cuba yeah. if it wasn't for lee and ori yeah and so you you need to sh- just show up for this yeah. and 30 dollars is not a big deal oh well it's you know so sudden and this and i'm like well, well it's how it fucking happens yeah. you know and i was again not like angry. you didn't have time to prepare right <laughs> um they saw her they knew what yeah. was coming yeah. um 
there's a difference. Like my grandmother decided maybe two months before she died that she wasn't going to do chemo anymore. Okay. She's like, it's, we're back and forth to yeah. Atlanta. Um, this fucking sucks. Like I'm, I feel dead. Yeah. Um, I don't feel alive and I want to be with grandpa. Aww. And so I was mad. I was mad at her, but I was just like, I get it. I understand. Um, and so when she died, I was really surprised that they were so shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how did this you... This is how this works. How did you not see it coming? Yeah. Um, and so my uncle, you know, with his huge voice was just like, we're just going to fucking go to <laughs> the southernmost point and y'all can meet us there if you're coming and uh, we're going to be there at this time. <laughs> and if your asses don't show, you're not going to see anything. And we just... That's what we did. We drove to the Keys, um, and we listened to Rush <laughs> the whole time. So um, uh, I remember having all the windows open, and we were driving. There's this really long bridge. It's amazing. And it was night, yeah. and so you could see everything because oh, wow. it was so dark. Um, and listening to Rush with my grandma and grandpa like in the back seat buckled in it's like a box that we buckled so that it wouldn't roll off the seat yeah Yeah. that would have been awful yeah um and we just uh we drove down there we rented a hotel um surprisingly uh or more moving than anything. A lot of my uncle's friends came. <clears throat> and they stayed in the Keys with us, and that was really cool. That is cool. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so we were just like, you know, if you're going to come, come. Yeah. This is the time, and if you miss it, it's your life. You know, yeah. you did it. You did. You can't. You have to answer for We're it. not going to, yeah, yeah, we're not going to wait for you. Yeah. And so um, we drove down to that area, and there's, like, not a lot of places to park, but we parked on the street. Um, we got out. Uh, my mother was already there oh. with her boyfriend. Um, yeah. She, because she, my uncle told her, you got if you're going to be there, be there. Yeah. Um, and so she was there, and uh, she, my uncle just we had a box and he just like walked out on the rocks that were there and he just like scattered them into the ocean um and there were all these tourists around yeah um (laughs) taking pictures yeah Yeah. and like having a life and whatever and like and we were just like nope this is it this is the place we're gonna do it like yeah uh you know go to cuba um it seemed so I wasn't angry at my uncle or I was angry at the way that things turned out. Um, I felt like it was like such a shitty kind of way to honor their lives. You wish you could have done something more. Right. Um, and I'm not, I don't know. I, I'm not blaming, I'm not blaming anybody, but I definitely, uh, like they didn't deserve that you know um despite the fact that in like reality and in proximity yes we were close to the place where they wanted to be and um but i definitely was like wow yeah you know because of everybody else's bullshit um this is what we ended up doing yeah um and so i stayed mad i'm still mad you know what i mean i stayed mad um it makes sense yeah Yeah. and so my um we and then we just like left and we we went out that night but it was weird yeah yeah because everybody was like you know i'm in the keys yeah and then we're all just like mourning yeah um and then we just left and we came all the way up to well we we left my brother with our relatives because my uncle couldn't take care of him, and I was 18 years old. I had never slept in a house by myself. Oh, wow. Um, and so suddenly I was, like, alone, and I didn't know that I could take care of of my brother. Um, I didn't know that I could take care of myself. And so I definitely was like, I don't want to leave you here, but um, I don't know what to do yeah and so i always regretted that but there's just nothing else i could have done yeah are y'all still close uh we are now okay 
but not for a long time okay. for different reasons. Mm. Um, he was still in my mom's life for a lot longer than I was. Gotcha. Um, for, for his own reasons. Yeah. Um, and so, but at the time he was mad and he ran away. Mm-hmm. And he lived with my mom oh, wow. for a while and then ran away yeah. and then lived with who became his first wife. Like he got married right when he turned like 18 or something. Wow. Yeah. And so, um, but anyway, so my uncle came, he brought me up here. We called ADT, we installed the security system <laughs> and he left and I was just by myself. And so um, Corey asked his mom to allow me to stay at their house Mm because I was just new, like all this was really new. And so um, they let me stay there a little while, but ultimately they didn't think that Corey and I were gonna stay together. Yeah, I mean, who would? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that there was some like, well, she doesn't need to be staying here, kind of. Yeah. Your girlfriend doesn't need to be staying here. Yeah. Um, and so he, I moved, I left, and I went back to my house. And then that night, uh, Corey moved me back in, like, brought all my stuff with me. And I panicked when the sun went down. And he was like, well, I'll just stay until you fall asleep. And, um, and he called his mom. I'm going to stay until she falls asleep. And then he was like... Uh, I'm going to stay till tomorrow morning because she can't be in this house. She's never going to go to sleep. And they had both died there. So it was really like I was coming back to this place that I didn't want to be. I didn't know where to be. And so... um, I mean, I can't imagine it really feeling like your home. No. Because it was just like you moved here and then da-da. I mean, all you knew was them dying in this house. It was a sick house. It felt like sickness, like a sick place. Um, You had no good memories there. No. No. Um, and so uh, he stayed the night and then he never left. He has been with me every day for our entire lives since then, <laughs> since that, wow. p- that point. Um, and so his, you know, family was like, no, this is stupid. You need to get out of there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. anything that any normal um any normal parent would be like, this is a lot of drama for you. Yeah. Um, maybe you don't need to get involved. Maybe she needs her space. Like, you know, stuff like that. But he just never. Because they're also, they also have to con- be concerned about their own child. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know, I was mad at them for a long time for it. But as I get older, I'm like, what would I tell Viva? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, you know. Yeah. And that's hard because I'm like, I want to say that I'd say, no, you're sp- you know, if you're doing the right thing, yeah. you're standing by your person. And, um, but, but maybe it, I wouldn't, maybe yeah, I would be age, like, yo, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At that and, age, it's the fact that y'all are still together and, you know, seem very healthy. Yeah. Uh, it is extremely it's an rare. exception, exception that proves the rule. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. For sure. Exactly. Younger. So, yeah. 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 Younger people always want to be like, oh, as soon as they hear that, I'm like, no. No. <laughs> Live your life. Yeah. Go out there. Experience things. And if y'all come back together, then, then maybe that was meant to be. But you need to, like, get some experience. It's a special situation that happened in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories, and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.